Welcome back to the Don't Judge Me podcast. Here today with Sir Nigel, House of the Wave Files from the Dark Gray Triad. Always looking left because I'm not right. I'd like to say happy birthday to my mama, who is 82 today. Um, happy birthday. As all I will say to her <laughs> via this podcast. Um, I'm here today with my co-host. Hey, Don't Agro, and I'd like to say happy belated birthday to an ex-girlfriend because I just so happened to look at the calendar and realize that, oh, her birthday was yesterday. So happy birthday, ex-girlfriend who's not listening to the show. I just wanted to feel like I was fitting in. <laughs> First and foremost, thank you, the jury, for joining us and listening to the Don't Judge Me podcast, where it is absolutely your pleasure to make our acquaintance. You've been brought here today to listen to the opinions of the Honorable Sir Nigel and the humble J. Del Negro. And as members of the jury, your say is final. In the judgment of people that you clearly think you're better than, lend your voice to this podcast court run by doing one or all of the following. Leave a voicemail at 410-834-1562. Send us an email at don'tjudgepod at gmail.com or hit Sir Nigel on his House of Wave Files messaging system on WhatsApp at Don't Judge Me Podcast. Then anything and everything you say will be presented to other jury members so that they may judge you accordingly. We're currently live streaming each and every episode via YouTube. Simply search for Don't Judge Me Podcast and hit the subscribe button before you do anything else. The YouTube stream has a bit more content at the beginning and the end of the show that does not appear on the podcast that you get from your DSPs. So if you'd like to get a little more time with us, and we know you would, Go there first, mm-hmm. then come back to the audio-only experience. With that out of the way, I'd like to now get this show in session and hopefully break for recess before things really get out of hand, because we shall proceed to continue to judge in life. Mm-hmm. Every week alternating, Sir Nigel and I present things to get the other co-hosts to judge and you out there listening as well to judge as well. And this week, it's my turn, Sir Nigel. Are you ready to either judge things with gentle judgment? Oh, yeah. I'm ready. Shit, shoot it, bail, or recuse yourself from it whatsoever. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. All right. First up. Texas, Texas woman gored by bison lives to share the video on TikTok. A hiker is taking to TikTok to warn about the dangers of invading a bison's personal space after she was attacked by one of the creatures last week as she hiked alone at the Caprock Canyon State Park and Trailway, home of the Texas State Bison Herd. Rebecca Clark posted a clip of the moments leading up to the attack showing a handful of bison grazing a few feet away from the trail she was following. There you go, keep going. I don't want to deal with them. I just want to go by. Come on, keep going. Clark is heard yelling, saying in the video, I just want to get by. Okay, thank you. I appreciate it. I didn't want to go through the bushes again. At first, it appeared that Clark would make a clean getaway. That is until one of the bison turned, snarled, and charged her head on. Oh, shit. Clark is heard yelling as she attempted to flee from the humped bovine. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) And the TikTok caption, Clark wrote, I was charged and gored by a bison because I was too close to be passing them on the trailway. I am posting to support 
safety while enjoying Texas state parks. The clip has garnered nearly 2 million views since Clark shared it on Wednesday. And I believe I have the clip available if you mm-hmm. would like to see. Oh, yeah. Hopefully my Hell uh, yeah. my uh, impersonation was pretty close to the way she sounds. No, no, it was beautiful. It's probably better than what she should what she should have done. That's what it probably is. Let's see what we get here. There you go. Keep going. I don't want to deal with them. I just want to go by. The- Come on, keep going. I just want to get by. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate it. Didn't want to go through the bushes again. What bushes? Oh, no. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, so what do you rate uh, having your TikTok handy or recording handy so you can capture you being gored by a bison? Yeah, she ain't shit. She ain't shit. Why she ain't, ain't shit. she shit? Well, so initially I was thinking like a gentle judgment, right? Like if she was in the, like in my mind, I picture like a more like indensed area. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like she had no other option, right? And she was like more so like, oh, I'm here. But it seemed like she was trying to do social media clout. She's talking to these things. She's way too close in the first fucking place. And then at the end, it's like, hey, beware. You shouldn't be walking near these animals. Uh, duh, bitch. Duh. Like, you would have seen me. I'd have been 30 miles back. Like, hey, man, they're too close. Uh, yeah. Then, yeah. Then, then she turned around. She turned around and looked at me. She, she should have kept walking and been quiet. And what bushes? I still don't see what bush. Like, I don't know what she was talking about where she was inconvenienced by walking around. I think the bushes she ended up landing in or the bushes she didn't want to walk yo, through. Yo, I would have walked around those ASAP. I would have I would have sat down. I would have been 20 feet away from them. I would have sat down and I would have waited for their asses to take their time and do whatever the fuck they wanted to do. Listen, seeing the footage, I was like, oh, she's way too close. Mm-hmm. Way, because, you know objects on the camera are closer than they appear yeah because like she was what i don't know what she was thinking like where was she confused and why was she confused about what the fuck she should have been doing at that moment no uh i'm surprised they ain't gang up on her no me too and honestly like she's already talking right and so like that's bringing attention to her like she should have just shut the fuck up walked by kept it moving but no, no she should have just stopped no no she should have stopped but if you're going to keep up and went in the other direction, yeah, like, no, nope, I agree with you on that. Now, I, would, I wouldn't have walked by in the first fucking place. But the fact that she decided, like, if, if, like I said, like you're in a dire urgency, right? I would have waited for them to get maybe another 10 feet. And then I would have tried to walk past them and keep moving. Right. Like, but they was too close. They was yeah. too close. I think and I she walk. wasn't even zoomed in. That's like straight up. Normal. She was right there. That's yeah, normal she was right camera. There. That was she, normal camera. She was like in a busy metropolitan space in distance away from somebody else. Like I walk on the other side of the street. If someone has a Jack Russell Terrier on their front porch, like I'm no. not walking that close. Even when you just saying that, bison. right? If a black person was on the same side of the street with her, she would have walked further from that motherfucker. Oh, yeah, she'd have walked closer to the than, bison. Yeah, she would have went to another city and shit. Mm-hmm. But no, a fucking wild bison, a bison who she don't even... Uh, fucking can't communicate with. 
She 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 about to be all up in the video. Nah, yeah, he, nah. He, he he told her though. Yeah, he couldn't communicate, but he told her, "Bitch, yeah. you better not Bitch, get back." You, I ain't signing no consent form. Not. Don't put me on no social media. Exactly. I got hoes out there. <laughs> <laughs> He's with his sides, and he 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 want his baby mother to know. That yeah, that's what he wasn't was. at work. Yeah. I got bitches in the zoo. <laughs> funny, funny, you say zoo. <laughs> oh. Children photograph climbing wall at zoos bear exhibit. Uh -huh. A photo of children climbing a rock wall near the Sun Belt exhibit at the El Paso Zoo in Texas got hundreds of comments on social, social media. The photo shared on Instagram received comments like, I hope they get charged. Animals have their own containment. This is why we can't have nice things. And Parents of the Year Award 2022. The El Paso, the incident happened Wednesday morning. The El Paso Zoo director, Joe Montesano, said an investigation determined the kids crawled up the side of the rocks near the sun bear exhibit, not the actual exhibit. The kids and the bear never came in contact with one another, and the bear was most likely inside of her cave. The parents were heard saying, get down from the wall. Montesano said police will be notified if they discover the identities of the children. Sir Nigel, what do you rate the children photograph climbing the wall at the zoo's bear exhibit? You know, honestly, I kind of want natural selection. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe shooting bail. Maybe they should have went all the way. You know what I'm saying? Maybe they should have just got eight and, uh, you know, done done justice. Let the bear have a taste of blood, <laughs> human blood. Um, but they ain't shit. I mean, they, they, they know better. They shouldn't be doing shit like that. And I mean, like, I would never do anything like that. There's nothing in this world that would convince me to try to uh, up and climb a wall in a zoo. Any wall. We just saw a story of a woman who got too close to a bison. Yo, bison a bear? A bear. Yo, bear fuck you up. Did you see the clip of the hiker in, I think, China somewhere? Mm -mm. I Let's see if I can find it. But uh, I always have what I believe is an irrational fear when I go hiking of bears. I don't think it's irrational. Let me no, see if I can find it. Bears Bear, are crazy. Bears can run like 30 miles per hour and they like a thousand pounds. So you ain't fighting at all. And they got claws. Man fights off a mad mama bear on a cliff. Is this the one? Let's see. Come on. Give me, give me, give me the, give me the, give me the footage. All right. Here's the footage. This is, this, this is someone's life. Close that. This this happened to someone in life. And you want to be climbing rocks to see where the fuck bears are? Yeah, no. Like I said, there ain't nothing in this world that would make me climb uh, any wall. Let's see if we get a commercial first. I'm not gonna lie about the jacket was the bear. I was like, damn, they gonna kill this ass. <laughs> oh shit. They keep climbing, bro. I mean, that is where the bear came from, so going up ain't no problem for that bear. No, bears can climb trees, yo. Like, but yo, 
the oh, bear dived off the cliff after his ass and then climbed back up to get him. And these dumbass kids want to climb rocks at the zoo to look at bears. Yeah, nah. Nah, I feel for this guy. Like this man, you can tell this man is like that shit probably cut he is like scared out of his mind. And that, I don't that shit probably him. took like five years out of his life. Like that event right there. Like that <laughs> that you can't what the fuck? <laughs> I'm fighting a bear with my bare hands. Like what the fuck? You know, people, uh, what is it? If you see me fighting a bear, get the bear some help. No, nigga, you done. If it wasn't for gravity, like if that was a level playing field, my man wouldn't be here. We wouldn't have the footage from his GoPro. No, seriously. Uh, Tomflow actually chimed in. He said, bears are what people think sharks are as far as fear and ability to kill you. And I, I, you know, you know, it's one of those things that you don't fuck with it. Like if I ever saw like a fin in the water, if I see a bear, like I just hope, (laughs) I hope bear Jesus (laughs) lets me go. (laughs) And, and, you know, say that way I could, uh, you know, uh, I don't know. Uh, bear, I don't know. I was gonna say something like bear, bear fruit later. I don't know. I was bad, bad, bad setup. But look, I'm telling you right now, if I was to ever see anything like that, like I, I am legit scared. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna make it. Uh, and I'm gonna try everything I can. Like, but that's just yeah, scary. That, that's fight or flight. You can't outrun, you gotta try to fight. Like, it's just it. Like, I don't, you know, you're gonna lose. So it's pretty much like, damn, that's it. The only thing that was in that gentleman's favor was that he had a higher position in, in the in gravity. Gravity was the yeah. only thing in his favor. And bear and then, just couldn't get and couldn't get up. And noise from other places because the bear, you know, he fell, was shaking up, whatever. And then dude punched him in the face. And then the second attempt, he kicked him square in the nose. So I'm sure, like that, you know, that nose bone went into the bear brain a little mm-hmm. bit. But then the noise from other places, he was just like, "Yeah, I get the guy, get the fuck out of. I ain't win. I didn't win this one." But like. He should drop a mixtape or something because you su- you survived an encounter with a bear unscathed, and you should <laughs> probably take up cycling and not uh, hiking anymore. Because yeah, no, that's what I would bear. do. Yeah, Tumflo said you should throw in a picnic basket. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah, it makes it harder to hike though. But yeah, yo, fuck that. It takes what it takes to survive. I pack, I pack a whole picnic. A picnic basket. I think that's how I used to say, it, right? <laughs> like, I would try my best to make make sure I'm out here thriving, like, mm-mm. scratching mm-mm. and surviving for real. Good. Times. Or invite invite somebody you don't fuck with that you know you can run faster than. Yeah, that's the other thing. That's the other thing. You can you can. Oh shit, bear! Uh, sorry, Tyrone. <laughs> <laughs> Toss Tyrone at the bear and just yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's another story out of like Maine. Vermont, one of those places, some kids that play like they're like teenagers, high schoolers. Um, they were out trying to collect antlers or some shit like that that white people do. Of course. And uh, it was four of them, but then they split off in, you know, pairs. Like you go this way, you go cover more ground that way. Well, one of those pairs got attacked by a bear and um they got fucked up pretty bad. Like one of their faces got ripped off or some shit like that. Like nobody died, they just got fucked up real bad. Yeah. And it's just like, yo. I'm maybe, maybe it's the reason I didn't hike this much this summer because bears were out and bear Jesus was looking out for me. No, but see, that's the thing too, right? Like, especially with the pandemic, like nature started coming back. Like, you know saying? Like fucking bears in malls, zebras in Maryland. I mean, like you, you don't know what, you know, but no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope. You know what, you know what the biggest uh, influx of animal population 
in places you would least expect. Mm. Dogs in malls. My dude, I've been to a couple malls and everybody's brought their dog with them. Like, what the hell is this? I went to Tyson's once. I'm not exaggerating. For every 12 people, there was a dog. Yeah, no. On a busy Saturday. So if no. there were a thousand people in there, I'm not doing the math. There were just as many fucking dogs at every turn. Not even just like little dog. Like, I don't understand the dogs going places with people. I don't want to see a dog in a grocery store. I don't want to see a dog in a restaurant. I can see a dog in a shopping center parking lot, but I don't want to see him in home goods. Like, I just don't get people taking their dogs with them every goddamn Leave them home. Yeah. Make a quick trip if you're worried about the dog feeling lonely. Leave yeah, the, turn on the radio. The let them think that there's some company there and, you know, leave. Like, but- leave just, I, I don't understand the dogs being everywhere. Went to Costco. Lady tried to bring her dog in. The guy was like, nah, you can't bring your dog in here, lady. It's my, it's my uh, emotional support dog. So I got on the microphone. I mean, uh, walkie-talkie called somebody. Guess who didn't come into the store that day? Yeah, that no. lady with her dog. And Costco don't play. Costco be like, nah, yeah, we don't give a fuck. <laughs> that dog is not a member. He cannot come in. Yo, that'd be some real talk. But I mean, like, but people be on some nerve, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know, like, from my understanding, it doesn't take much to, like, register, like, an animal as, like, a support animal. Mm-hmm. But, like, still, I, I should have to deal with that. Like, what, what, what like, you, 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 you bugging out in Costco? You can't decide between the, the five gallon mayonnaise and the two gallon mayonnaise? Like, come on. You don't need that. Agreed, sir. Agreed. I, this next one, I'm pretty sure you're going to love. Bride faces backlash over disrespectful dinner menu at wedding. Quote, extremely rude and tacky. A bride served her mother-in-law fast food at her wedding, and now the family is torn apart. (laughs) She posted about the dinner on Reddit's Am I the Asshole form. The bride served lemon chicken and lemon cake at her wedding. Trouble was that her mother-in-law is repulsed by lemon. She wanted to provide a low-cost alternative, so she brought her mom a cheesesteak from Jersey Mike's. We got married recently, and I wanted to serve my favorite foods at the wedding. Lemon cake, I mean, lemon chicken and lemon cake, but I didn't want my mother-in-law to starve, and she hates lemon. Can't even put it in her mouth without gagging. I was trying to think of something she would eat as... That was cheap and easy. And I know the buffalo chicken cheesesteak at Jersey Mike's is her favorite fast food meal. And I had a box of M&M's for her. She did give me a weird look, but she ate it. The broad wrote. Sir Yo, Nigel. Shoot bail. Like, okay. I mean, look, look, it's my wedding day. You know, I wanted my meal there. Right. This is what I like. You mm-hmm. don't like it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to think of an alternative. Now, if the if the mother-in-law didn't eat it, then maybe I might have like a oh okay. Like that it's like she took it as rude. But you ate it. So even if you thought it was rude, you still ate it. So you ain't shit. <laughs> the mother-in-law ain't shit. Shoot the bail for the mama. I mean the, the bride. So you ain't got no problem whatsoever with your wedding. You have your lemon chicken, lemon cake. Somebody didn't like it, and they bring their own food. You got a problem with that? I don't think no. Okay. 
He still bought me a gift. So I mean, like, I mean, if you want to bring your own food, I guess you can bring your own food. But BYOF wedding. But see, also, like, but that type of instance though, like, I guess I'm about to con- contradict myself, but like sh- that's what she wanted, that's what she wants to do. Me, however, I would never have that type of limited menu for a function because okay. not everyone's gonna like lemon chicken with lemon whatever. Like that doesn't even seem appealing to me right now, right? So you picked a very exclusive meal item mm-hmm. for your wedding. So like it, you were being mad selfish. <laughs> but she did eat the sandwich. She did accommodate her. The other people were just like, whatever. I'm not even like, whatever. Like, I mean, you know what you're getting into when you're getting there. And she fed everybody. So, I mean, like, I think that, but, you know. So Jersey Mike, she can get a, what is it? Regular, small. And I guess extra large. I don't know. Fuck. What size sub are you getting your mother in law from Jersey Mike's? The and biggest. You're getting her the extra. What, yeah, what you sub? Birth you birth my husband. You get the, whatever you You fries too, bitch. Okay. The works is what you're telling me. The works. Mm-hmm. Now, now, Tone, Tone, I think, agrees with me. He says, you're right. I hope that's the part he's agreeing to. <laughs> <laughs> but I do agree with him. He also said that's weird, though. You know what I'm saying? So, but, um, yeah, I mean, I think I think if it's my wedding, I could have whatever the fuck I want. If I want my groomsmen to dress up in uh, light blue textile suits, then that's what they're going to be wearing. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I want, if I want chicken wings and watermelon, then guess what? Well, that's what we eating. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wouldn't do that because I want a collage and photos. And I want to be able to reference it. Uh, and I want people to think my, my wedding was off the hook. So I probably wouldn't have lemon chicken. But in her mind, she was like, you know what? This is what I want. And she still got married. So her husband didn't give a shit. Yeah, it wasn't much uh, comment from the husband about what his mom was fed. And then the the mom ate it. So, I mean, like, again, it's like, yo, I know she doesn't like it. She likes the sandwich, so I got it for her. That shows I'll be paying attention. I listen. Yeah, like, I mean, that's a winner in my book. A little crazy, but a winner in my book. He said, you're right, babe. You're right. Worst date ever. Okay. A Georgia college student, 21, dies in a freak accident after being hit by the plane's propeller. Wait, what? Sani Aliyu, 21, was killed Sunday night when he was hit twice in the head by the propeller of a small plane at the Statesboro Bullock County Airport in Georgia. Aliyu, a sophomore at Georgia Southern University, has reportedly rented the plane to take a woman to a, to Savannah on a date. The incident took place when the two were exiting the plane and the woman was walking backwards while Aliyu was walking forward and was hit by the propeller. Captain Todd Hutchins of the Bullock County Sheriff's Office said, nobody's really to blame or anything. That sounds like he's the blame. (laughs) What do you rate the worst date ever where the Georgia student was hit twice in the head by the propeller of the plane that he had just rented to take a young lady out on a date? Well, I have a mixed review for him. First off, He ain't shit. Cause why are you raising the bar that high? So that was that was man code taking your ass down a notch. <laughs> hmm. It was like, dog, you ain't smashing tonight, and never again. And uh, took his ass out. Right. 
I don't know what the woman was doing walking backward near propellers. So a little gentle judgment on her, but she didn't get hit. Yeah, I think uh, I think the uh the the blurbs were written poorly, but it says Aliyu had flown with his date and two pilots to Savannah, Georgia in a small Cessna plane before landing in Statesboro, where Georgia Southern University is located. When the plane doors opened, Aliyu's girlfriend got out and walked to the back of the plane, but Aliyu went to the front where he was hit twice by the plane's propellers. So oh, yeah. no, he yeah, didn't yeah. follow that ass. He went in a different direction and walked but into Why the... ain't you follow that ass? I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't, and no I one don't. will. I don't know. No one uh, will. And if anything, gentle judgment on her because uh, he didn't want to follow your ass and he <laughs> killed himself. <laughs> See? Mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. They probably had the best date ever and then that. Probably. It probably was the best date ever. And it probably was very romantical and he probably was playing some sort of cat, like he's probably flirty he's... catch tag type shit. And it was like, I'm going to run around the front and then like before the captain could even be like, is that what? So... <laughs> I am going to slide in a little bit of racism. When you said playing, I was like, he's probably playing a whole new world from Aladdin. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> when they were flying in the sky and stuff. I, mm-hmm. that, just, that just feels like something he might have done. I just don't understand. Like, I mean, first date, you, you rent a plane, regardless if it's like local Ooh. or whatever the case may be. But you rent a plane, you guys get off. She goes around the back. You go around the front. Like. Honestly, like I see some photos where like people would be riding like a helicopter and they're like jump off of the like you know, like kind of like I guess the helicopter lands with the blades are still moving, and they're like jump out of the helicopter with their arms up. You just see the pilot like, yo, what do you <laughs> like? Are you aware that like the that will, yeah. yeah, like so like an airplane? That's one place I will never walk is in front uh, like a small plane. Mm-hmm. And then don't let it be like even when um I went to like uh, like dr once right and we had to get on one of those like rinky dink small planes right right once we landed i was like i'm staying right here until those engines slow the fuck down i ain't about to be getting sucked up in them jumps now given that's a lot of air right but it can happen i've it seen happen. it happen i was the, like i ain't, I ain't bigger, about to happen with to a me. jet I engine maybe but not the little rinky dink look jet. i don't give a shit <laughs> i ain't risking it okay not enough to fair, run, fair. run in front of it fair extremely fair well, I was wrong with my racism. Uh, he was not from the Middle East. He was from Nigeria. Yeah, but still, like, dog, what are you doing? Not paying attention. And so now I have more questions. So um, if she was of African or African-American descent, then why wasn't he following that ass? Because well, that's why, like, I have that more questions bothers me. Is like, why wasn't he following her? And only thing I could think is that, like, this is where it's going to get dark. Like, you know, she, he was like trying to like grab some booty and she was like, no. And then like ran out. He didn't know what direction she went. He tried to cut her off and went the other way. And then uh, karma took his ass out. So my, I think in Final Destination style, excuse me, they got off the plane and she walked towards the rear, but she turned around to look at him. He got off the plane. He's facing her. His back is towards the propellers and he backed up. He had his arms out like, yeah, we did it. You know what I'm saying? Ha ha. And he took a step back and it was Pop too off. many steps back. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. That's, that's a better, that's a better perspective than what I have. Cause like this, cause if you could see the propeller spinning, you wouldn't walk right toward it. But I if your back so. was turned, not. 
if your back yeah. was turned, you might not know where you are spatially. No. And then it just, like, ooh. I know it made a sound, too. Oh, damn. Yeah. That, that sound was awful. I'm going to get off this story. I'm going to give a follow-up of a story I covered probably a year and a half ago about a former male, I'm sorry, former Yale medical school official who was accused of $40 million in fraud. Okay. She was living it up, black woman, blackish woman and her husband. They were living it up in Hartford, Connecticut. A, uh, so I'll, I'll just read the article because I'm sure you don't remember. A former official at Yale University's medical school was sentenced Thursday to more than nine years in prison for carrying out a $40 million scam involving computers and other electronics. Jamie Patron was arrested last year and pleaded guilty in March to wire fraud and filing a false tax return. According to the U.S. Attorney's Office, beginning at least in 2013, Patron used her position as Director of Finance and Administration for the school's Department of Emergency Medicine to order millions of dollars of computer and electronic hardware for the school, but shipped the goods to a company that paid her and resold them. Patron, 43, of Lithia Springs, Georgia, made an individual orders of under $10,000 that ensured she wasn't required to seek additional approval for according to prosecutors. She used the proceeds for luxury cars, real estate, and travel. Patron also filed false tax returns from 2013 to 2016 and didn't file any returns from 2017 to 2020. According to the U.S. Attorney General's office, an attorney's office causing a total loss of the, to the governor of more than $6.4 million. In addition to her 109-month sentence, Patron was ordered to pay full restitution and forfeit $560,000 seized from her company's bank account in addition to six vehicles, in, including two Cadillac Escalades. Of course. Sir Nigel, what do you rate the former Yale medical school official who got nine years for $40 million worth of fraud? Of course she ain't shit. I mean, shit. you got people in these positions of power and they're like, oh, I'm going to do this thing because no one's ever thought of it. And it's like, yeah, you got to wait for a bit, but was it worth it? Like, you had a good seven-year no. run, but... Nine years without any of it, you're going to come out, be unemployed in this type of atmosphere? Like, bruh, like... Unemployable. She can yeah. get a job at, like, KFC or something like that. Yeah, but... They get, She's not they, gonna do that. they get tax credits for hiring uh, uh, offenders. So, yeah, but somebody who is willing to like steal like that, like that type of funds, and you used to now living with like Escalades and fancy ass houses and stuff like that. Yeah, KFC ain't gonna cut it. Like, you're 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 essentially having a roommate at that point. Yeah, I mean, she, on, like, she's married. She's married. Her husband, I don't believe, received uh, any time or penalty for it. But he was definitely living it up, pushing the Escalades and well, that's surprising. Cadillacs. Well, and, maybe he might have some money then. Maybe, uh, maybe, uh, maybe. She I mean, he, I'm, he got a job, but he ain't got the, the kind of money that they was getting. Maybe he didn't have a job because why would he need to work if he get? He was a house husband, the real house husband of uh, the world's worst work. Harford, Harford is that like one of those white guys, you know, who's embezzling money and then the wife is just like, I had no idea. Yeah, it was Rose reverse because they were black and mm-hmm. the husband was just like, I didn't, I just thought she, she worked for Yale. That's yeah, that's I, I, a I good job. Questions. You know, I don't know. I just know Susan's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she can't like, stand that like, Susan. And she just, you know, she always cooking fish in the microwave. Like, that's what I know about her job. I don't know what she does. I don't know how much she makes. Can't stand that motherfucking Susan. Yeah, fucking Susan. 
So what did you, what did you give her? Ain't shit? No, she ain't shit. She I ain't mean, shit. like not ain't shit. Like these people in power embezzling, uh, taking away from people who actually deserve it. Like everyone at Yale, and I give it, it's a, you know, it's already probably higher than most, right? Mm-hmm. But you got these students who, I mean, they probably still had up to date technology and stuff like that, but like you're paying like, you know, $90,000 a year for school. And I got like an outdated computer. Like, come on. No, no, that ain't cool either. Yo. I just imagine yeah. that happens on all types of levels. But Yale's just went higher because of the amount of money tuition is. Yeah. And then she got like up 10 million. Yeah. Well, There's someone million, at Hampton right now who's came out of there with a hundred bucks, like, you know, straight up. <laughs> so Hampton's profit. So it's a little different, a little different. But I uh, got another jail story for you if you're ready for it. Yeah. Georgia inmate accused of impersonating California billionaire to steal $11 million while inside of a maximum security lockup. What is this, like Ocean's 12? Like, a Georgia inmate, a Georgia inmate accused of stealing $11 million reportedly impersonated billionaires, including a California movie mogul, while inside of a maximum security lockup. Arthur Lee Colfield Jr., a 31-year-old gang member serving 14 years for an armed robbery is accused of using contraband cell phones from inside of a Georgia Department of Corrections special management unit to impersonate a California billionaire, Sidney Kimmel, and open a fraudulent bank account in his name. Colfield allegedly arranged for $11 million to be wired from Kimmel's Charles Schwab account to a company in Idaho for the purchase of 6,106 American Eagle one-ounce gold coins. The scheme is believed to be the amount of one of the largest heists pulled off from inside an American prison. Kimmel, chairman and CEO of Sydney Kimmel Entertainment, the Los Angeles-based company uh, behind films such as Hell or High Water, Crazy Rich Asians, and Moneyball, has since been reimbursed in full by the bank. But the case shines a light on the corrections department's failure to curb illegal activity from even inside its own maximum security facility meant to house Georgia's hardened criminals. Sir Nigel, what do you rate Arthur Lee Colfield's heist of 11 million while behind a maximum security prison lockup? You know, I'm going to kind of give this man a little credit, though, because, I mean, that takes mad charisma. Like this man cold calling Bama's and is able to get 100, I mean, like 11 million dollars out of just being like, yeah, this is me. Like, what's your information? Don't worry about it. You won't give me this money. Like, damn. So, and <laughs> It's like a, 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 a y'all ain't shit uh, shooting bail uh, sandwich. <laughs> Listen, I gotta give this man a little props. That that, that was it, like well, when we say this, uh, Tone Flow uh, has a good point, right? Ba- a prison man must be too smart, but not smart enough to stay out. Like that is some. This man must spent two years of his sentence thinking out the master plan. <laughs> and, and he would have got, got away, away with, it. with it too. Yeah, right? he would have got away with it. Think, think, think about it. He arranged for eleven million to be wired from Kimmel's Charles Schwab account to a company in Idaho for the purchase of sixty-one hundred American Eagle one-ounce gold coins. Idaho American Eagle gold coins? That doesn't even sound real. That sounds like some national treasure shit. Like that's yeah. how. Like that's how you embezzle money. That is exactly how you embezzle money. Yeah, like uh, Hallel. <laughs> Hi, uh, I'm the richest man in the world. I like to buy a hundred million dollars in uh, uh, gold coins. Okay, <laughs> like 
Is that the conversation? Like, no check, no no validation. Like, how did you even know the account numbers? Like, you didn't, and then the fact that he had to get reimbursed, it means he got access to this man's banking. Yeah, like, that bank. means the banking yes. shit because he was able to get access yes. to this. Like, this man was able to get personal information from this bank that, uh, that holds millions of dollars for this dude. And then the fact that this guy didn't even notice it. <laughs> On a phone that was possibly boofed up someone's ass. Yo, a butt phone, yo. This man got butt dialed and cost him $11 million. Amazing. Yeah. That, he's an amazing criminal. Yeah. And then like it, the, the, the luck of just having the right conversations every time while you're in a cell to get $11 million. Yeah. Like, no, that, that like, I, like, I just feel like criminal. there is a, you know, like those bulletin boards with like string, just like, all right, mm-hmm. I need to convince this person to convince this person to get this person. Uh, Tone also says, uh, what type of approval from jail could, well, 11 million wired, damn, he got that great white man voice. <laughs> this man, <laughs> this man straight finangled. Like, I mean, like, there had to be at least at least 30 people he had to, like, convince. Oh, there's a number of people. Like, there, there should be a number of unemployed people as a result of this. Like, Yo, bruh. He went through so many channels to make this happen. But, you know, I did see this one, like, video, like, on NBC or something like that. And there's this guy who's talking about, like, scamming, right? And he was like, yeah, man, it's so easy. I can get your personal information, like, in 10 minutes. And the guy was like, no, you couldn't. So he, like, purposely had a recording of a baby crying on YouTube, right? Mm -hmm. And he would call, like, the representative, right? And the representative was like, hey, can I get your, like, you know, your mother's maiden name? And he had this baby. He's like, oh, oh my gosh, so sorry. Give me a second. And, like, he would just keep sounding flustered, right? Mm -hmm. And then eventually the lady was just like, fuck it. I'll reset your password. What email you want me to send it to, right? And so he was like, yeah, I got access to your email account. I've already changed your uh, password. And the guy, like, the news host was like, What? (laughs) Like, like his face was like, I didn't come in for this shit. Like, like, like he was just like, what happened? Like, I, I didn't, you weren't supposed to do that for real. Like within 10 minutes, this man got this giant and set it up. So I bet you, I mean, given he can't do baby voices and shit like that, but this man was on some Listen, mastermind you know, shit. You don't know what his co-conspirators were in there doing. He could have been like, cry like a bitch while I'm going to kill you. I'm yeah, no, you're right. You when you sleep. Yeah, no, you're right. He could have had he could have had my main man like voice box and D block uh making all types of noises or whatever the case may be, and just straight straight finessed it, which is so crazy. Like it didn't take that like a phone, not even like internet. Like that means you like had to either just generally just know. Like he was watching a movie, and the name came up, and he's like, That's my victim. <laughs> like him. Like, I'm, I don't like the way this movie never. ended. Producer, you. I'm taking money from you. I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you because I didn't like the way this movie ended. Yeah, I want it. That that's what I want to know. I want to know how he figured out who his mark was going to be. Yeah, because there had to be some. There had to be some methodical reason behind it. Like, like, like his baby mama showed up to the prison and was like, "I was watching Baby Boy and that shit fucked me up. I don't want to see you no more." And like single, t- like whoever I forgot the, uh, the <laughs> like whoever that was was like, "Oh, he gotta go." <laughs> I gotta take all of his money. I it just was, can't imagine. Arthur Lee Cofield was the criminal, and Sidney Kimmel was the uh, mark. He was the victim. But still, it's like eleven million, and like 
But I don't even like look. Eleven dollars come out my account. My whole week gets changed. Like I don't know how eleven million gets removed out of my account, and I'm not wrestling a bison on the side of the road trying to look for food. You, you wouldn't win that match. We, we saw how that. But we look, saw how that goes. Eleven million gone. Nah. Mm-mm. Who would who would win in a fight between a bison and a bear? I might have to say a bear because it can stand up. Yeah, but like bisons don't stop. They can't stop. Won't stop though. Yeah, but I can imagine like the bear stands up, the bison hits it in the stomach, and now can lean. Now it can hit you in the legs. It can hit you in the stomach. Yeah, it can hit you in the arms. I think if the bison it, really hit the bear like that, that instant, that that same ex- scenario, the the bear's up, stomach's open. The bear hits that stomach. That stomach's gored. But he's like, got to have a, he's got to have running speed. If he has running that, speed, then yeah, a bison all day. That woman had a nine inch hole in her back. I didn't get to that part of the article. She had just a hole in her back that had to be yeah, stitched up. She probably yeah. eating gluten and shit. I mean, like, she, probably, she probably didn't haven't eaten a burger in years. Uh, she 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 weak 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 meat weak meat. <laughs> oh man! Hi, Jill. Just as high. Sub Jill. How's it going, Jill? One of Jill yeah. would like this next story. Video shows a wall wild brawl raging inside a Missouri Walmart. And if you want to know where this this Missouri Walmart is, it is wherever Mike Brown was killed at. It's in that town. Oh, okay. Here's the footage. Oh, Jesus. It's a lot to look at here. Something's blurred oh, out because it kicks in the head. bananas. Is that a oh in the self-checkout? No, they were leaving. Oh, 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 oh. You don't fuck with nobody with a brown fleece. I'll tell you that. And yellow flood slides. Mm-mm. It is. It's still going. Oh, oh shit. All right. <laughs> all right, Red Hoodie. On the ground. Yo, strip naked. Does that man in the white shirt just blowing a whistle? Maybe. So that yeah, funny. let's see if I can reload that. Oh, what the fuck? The protesting plant-based oh. future. They're just pouring on milk because uh yeah, of course, because that's what people do. What do you rate the fighting styles of everyone in this 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 brawl? Yeah, everybody ain't shit. I mean everybody like, ain't they, shit. They, nobody has any form. <laughs> We're all star wording <laughs> even shows. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have the, the audio on. Uh, and of course it doesn't want to load again because it just started auto-playing for me. I wasn't ready. Um so it reads a chaotic brawl, possibly involving more than two dozen customers broke out inside of a Missouri Walmart and was caught on Brown, prompting police to launch a criminal investigation. The violent melee took place inside of the self-checkout aisle area inside the big box store located in West Florescent Avenue in St. Louis suburb of Ferguson. A cell phone recording of the fracas, which has since gone viral on social media platforms, shows people brutally punching, kicking, and stomping on each other while screaming profanities. And I just want to watch it again. All right. I think we got it. Is it is it gonna load? Fucking headers. Um we got another viewer. Ryan, what's up, man? Hey Ryan, appreciate you joining us in judgment this week, sir. So yeah, just, just brawling. They got still shots. Um, so right here, people are like holding hands. This honestly, this looks like a painting <laughs> of biblical times. It is, a, it is a renaissance painting. <laughs> it looks like a renaissance painting. <laughs> like uh it, it is 
it is like, like, oh, 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 sorry. So you can see some booty meats over in this area mm-hmm. between the legs. Uh, that that's cheeks. Um, this one is hands across America. She's definitely catching all of them. Um, is you think the reds are together? You think that they, they they're bloods? Possibly the red hair. I can see uh, that. You can see that. All right. I can see uh, that. Yeah, see exposed oh, cheekage. She had on some so, Air Max ninety fives though. Salute to so, her for rocking the ninety so fives. Time out real quick. So mm-hmm. go back up one. Going up one. I just want you to notice the top right, the green hoodie. Right? <laughs> standing there with the arms folded? Yeah, yeah, but then go to the next picture. <laughs> just moved over to the right a little bit. <laughs> Such judgment. That's, you know, here we are live on the scene. Uh, this is our correspondent, um, Felicia. And Felicia. Uh, <laughs> she, she was there and not having it. I am not here for this. Yo, that is too funny. She literally is just standing there, just arms folded. Just... That's that you know that was probably loss prevention right there. Like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not paid for this. Nah, they don't wear green; they wear blue. Yeah. Yo, there's See, a missing they... slide on the on the on the jump. Oh man. So what did what did you rate those? those, uh, those... Ain't, ain't shit. Nobody, nobody shit. No, you shouldn't be fighting. This is Tuesday night at 9 p.m. at a Walmart. Like, come, come, what what is happening? Go home. I don't like her. So we gotta fight her. There's just too much going on right there, and like honestly, I can't tell who was with who. To be honest, I, I mean, it wasn't. Would... I I didn't. I don't think the fight was there for us to determine who was on what side. It was just there for our enjoyment. Yeah, yeah probably because you know no one really gets hurt in a Walmart fight, do they? Like, do people get injured in Walmart, or is it just pride? Like they 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 walk into Walmart without any pride, and then the fight occurs, and then it's just like. What little they had is just gone. It's just diminished. See, my problem would be is that like, you know, because when I go to Walmart, I, I've gone dingy. You know what I'm saying? Like sweatpants, holes in it, socks with, you know, okay. socks with holes in them. A lot of holes, right? <laughs> and I would be afraid to get in a fight because it'd be like, y'all about to catch me on camera. <laughs> like Everybody but Felicia Yo. wasn't ready. They, like they were, they were going to Walmart and Walmart attire. Yo. The only thing we didn't see was a bonnet. Yeah, the only thing we didn't see. I got taken off. They might have got knocked off because you know it was a violent o'clock, melee. Nine o'clock on a Tuesday, like, yo, go home. There ain't no shows, or nothing, nothing to do. Like Tuesday night at nine o'clock, like that's an hour from now. Like, well, it's Wednesday, but like an hour from now, mm-hmm. imagine going to Walmart and seeing that, like, bruh, I've been at work all day. Like, what are y'all doing? Taco Tuesday, they had some tequila in their system. They was ready to go. That yeah, Tito's maybe. was talking to them. Yeah, they were Tito's trying. To was more, they were trying to salsa up. That's how it goes down. So I got two more for you, sir. Two more. Cool. Breaking news. Husband, 45, gets life for kidnapping, raping, and attempting to murder his ex-wife while detaining her for two days after nicking her in the stands during his trial. The only reason I brought this up is because the man was his own defense attorney. (laughs) He kidnapped his wife, ex-wife raped, tortured, did horrible things to her. But he wanted to defend himself at his trial. Like I mean, she ain't know it was him. Yo, like, what? The first sentence of the story, a <laughs> deranged man has been sentenced to life in prison for kidnapping and raping his ex-wife while holding her hostage for two days during a campaign of horrific assault 
They're calling him deranged. Yeah. Any anyone who hires himself as an attorney has a fool for a client. Oh no, they do. Like, unless unless the only way I can say that is like if you're like a like a great lawyer, like the best of the best, you like you have a hundred percent conviction or approval, whatever the how the fuck you rank uh, a lawyer, right? I was assuming you'd be a defense lawyer, right? So hundred percent people getting off, right? Maybe. If it didn't have to do with like murder and rape and stuff, like I mean, like no, if it, your if honor, it, if it I wasn't speeding murder. in that school zone. <laughs> if like, it dealt with murder, there's no witness because you might have murdered them. But if you kidnapped and raped your ex-wife, yeah, she knows who you are. Yeah, like, no, no, he's he's a fool. He's an idiot. He's crazy, and uh, he probably was in that Walmart, bro. Um, be honest. He he probably yelled from over. What you say about my mom? You know, one of those kind of things just instigated it. He yeah. put he put a pack of um, Reese's on one of their shoulders. Like I bet you won't knock it off. I bet you won't. And then she knocked it off, and they started fighting. Yep. Yeah. Even Ryan said lawyers have lawyers. Uh, it's so true. Like I mean, you'd be a fool. Like I can't I can't think of a situation, especially in his like you come on dog. Like only reason I can think he did that is because he like he proposed it to a lawyer and they laughed at him and told him to get the fuck out of his office. Like. Hey, this is what I just did. Oh, you need to go. <laughs> I don't even want to be like, nope, get out of here. He got on the witness stand, like, how you know it was me? How you know it was me? Huh? Exactly. Huh? Like, huh? I, I can't even. You can't prove it was me. I didn't do that. It wasn't me. Just saying, like, objection for no reason. You know what I'm saying? Just like, <laughs> we're here today. Objection. Um, Sit your ass. You know what? <laughs> get him. <laughs> someone, someone arrest his ass. Yeah, he ain't shit. I mean, he ain't shit for what he did. He ain't shit for trying to defend himself. Um, and he wild. Like, I mean, yeah, he's mentally ill. So he needs, his, he needs help. Here's here's some some uh, I don't know some verbiage from the trial. When asked by when asked by her abusive ex husband if he forced her to have sex with him, Matthewson told the court, "You broke into my house in the middle of the night while I was sleeping, attacked me, and tied me up." I take that as a yes. You threatened me to have sex with you. Yes. Keeping her emotions in check, the ex-wife added, before she had sex, you pushed me. You held me. You tied me up. You attacked me. You broke into my house while I was sleeping. You raped me. Then the defendant asked, so you call it rape? Like. Yeah, this shit just shot me. <laughs> yo, like crazy. Like that, that is insane. Like it was you who did it. Y'all know each other. Y'all got five kids. Can't no mistake. No, he like, no mistake. He like, how you how you gonna consider that rape? I that that's what that's what we do. That's He's us. Arranged. He is mentally ill and that's he needs us, to be baby. taken off of these streets immediately. Oh, he got life. And this was in uh, I think I mentioned it. Did, did you can you guess the state? Alabama. Florida. Oh, makes more sense. The guy who represents himself would only do this in Florida. That's wild. Back to the courthouse we go. Cleveland Municipal Judge Pinky Carr, suspended by Ohio Supreme Court. Cleveland Municipal Judge Pinky Carr is suspended indefinitely from practicing law and immediately removed from office. The decision was announced by Ohio Supreme Court on Tuesday. Carr is facing serious allegations that started in the beginning of the pandemic 
Some of the accusations she's facing include holding hearings when the court was closed in March of 2020. The Supreme Court said she essentially created a modern day debtor's prison. For the people who didn't show up to court, they were issued arrest warrants and bonds ranging from $2,500 to $10,000. In a courtroom video from March 2020, Carr is heard talking about a news article written about the allegations of her issuing arrest warrants for those who don't come to court. It's a miracle people are here. You know what that article would do now that people have known? Oh, Judge Carr issued a, a warrant for your arrest, Carr said. Is that going to make people come down here now? Brilliant. Her defense attorney, she hired one because she's a judge that needed a defense attorney. Mm -hmm. Nicholas Fronting argued that her disciplinary hearing before Ohio Supreme Court, that her health issues contributed to her misconduct. How did this contribution cause five people to spend 28 days in jail? Justice Patrick Fisher said the fines and court costs were waived for those who are, in her words, brave enough to show up despite potential exposure to the virus as the pandemic raged. The court said she lied to her presiding judge about issuing arrest warrants to those who didn't show. Don't worry, I'll waive yours too, Carr said in March of 2020 courtroom video. I can't believe you people are brave enough to come down here. Everybody else was scared. Scared. We're not scared. The other allegations of ethics violations include wearing inappropriate clothes. The court said she would show up to her courtroom in tank tops, t-shirts with images or slogans spandex shorts, and sneakers. The court said her bench was littered with dolls, cups, novelty items, and junk. Oh, she, crazy. she was also heard joking about accepting kickbacks in exchange for lenient sentences. Carr's reinstatement can happen if a healthcare professional says she can return to practicing law competently, ethically, and professionally in her compliance with an agreement of the Ohio's Lawyer Assistance Program. Carr's up for re-election in 2023, but her suspension will bar her from running. Sir Nigel, what do you give Washington. Judge Pinky S. Carr? Pinky is her actual name, by the yeah, way. Yeah, and uh, Tone Flow's like, oh, never mind. I thought that was a different one. Uh, Listen, that's why yeah. I picked it, because her name is Pinky. Yo. Yeah, she ain't shit. I mean, like, I, I just can never condone people who are in power abusing it and doing this type of recklessness. I mean, you have no respect for the, the, the title. Uh, you're doing whatever the hell you want. Like, you wild like and you deserve to go to jail and i hope you do it's one of those things where it's like you coming to work like you wearing you wearing a gown right so they can't see what's under there but they know if you're coming to work with a fuck the police t-shirt on and some sketchers because i feel like if you're a judge you're buying sketchers you're not buying anything but sketchers or like and she's just throwing a robe off or, and, and, so yeah, and just her throwing like a robe over it and just like she's I, going out there i'm here to no, no, no. She, she got, had a she had a mental break somewhere along that route. She got um, pop figurines under her desk at the at the bench or whatever. She just, but then you also bragging about how you take kickback. Like, who are you? Like, this Pinky. No, mm -mm. Judge Judge Pinky Judge Pinky mm -mm. nigga Pinky. Mm -mm. He's either Pinky from Friday or the other Pinky we all know and love. And the no in between, <laughs> huh? And the brain. <laughs> no, the other Pinky. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> the other pinky so she ain't shit yeah no she ain't shit i mean like i said i i never really i never condone people who are in power and just blatantly abuse it like i mean there's a lot of people i mean this is a, maybe i'm scorned right like hmm. but there's a lot of times there people are more qualified and don't have the opportunity and then you have somebody who's in the position and just abusing it and doing whatever the fuck they want like 
I'm sorry. There's probably a better judge out there. She and, interviewed uh, very well. She was a judge, I think, since 2012. Yep. And prior to that, she was. And now she was, she's yeah. wilding. Yeah, she she interviewed very well. Um, seemed very personable. Um, a real go getter. And now look at her suspended indefinitely. Yep. And more than likely, most of her cases are going to be thrown out, probably. Hopefully, because uh, I don't. So she was going to be in jail. Yeah. Yeah. There was no point in her being there because mm. she essentially wasted 10 years and uh, did nothing. She entertained. All those people. She entertained. That's what she did. She was an entertaining You know, judge. she probably hooked up the dude who bezeled that 11 million. She, she snuck him the phone. Mm-hmm. She sentenced him and was like, huh, for good luck. She gave him yep. the phone. Yep. That's exactly what it was. Maybe so. Maybe so. Well, I got nothing else to judge this week, sir. Cool. That's it from me. Awesome thoughts. Thank you, members of the jury, for experiencing those proceedings with us. All actions have been arraigned correctly, and our judgment is the law of this land. Now, if you want to provide different input or even share an agreement with what has been presented before you, please do so in one or all of the following manners. Send an email to don'tjudgepod at gmail.com. Hit the hotline at 410-834-1562 or reach out to the Honorable Sir Nigel on WhatsApp at Don't Judge Me Podcast. With my closing statement, i just like to say, enjoy life, do whatever you want with that life, just as long as you don't judge me for judging you. Yep, I'll remind you guys about our Instagram and Twitter at Don't Judge Pod. Uh, so, you know, make a, com- make a comment, retweet, uh, slide in our DMs, whatever the case may be. We welcome all stuff. That's what I'm gonna say, stuff. Um, yeah, I don't really have any uh, quirky, random wildness. So, uh, bid you do, and uh, tune in next week. Next week, y'all. Peace don't out, Slash. Just me.